1: Welcome back, Cowboys and Cowgirls, to the 40th episode of Ingles and Ian, a Cowboys Ride for Free.com podcast. I always screw that one up, and I don't know why. <laughs> dot com. Oh well. Anyway, as well as the man, the myth and legend, your good friend and mine. Ian, how are we doing today, buddy?
0: Who well, are we doing good, man? It is May 3rd. Can't believe we're already halfway through the almost halfway through the year. We're we're getting there. Uh Softball season's heating up, baseball season's heating up. Uh, just had the NFL draft. I mean, it's it's a good time for sports right now, man.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, but you know, let's uh, hit sort of a sad note. Um, uh, JMU softball player um, killed herself a couple days ago. Um, so uh, we don't have to get into it too much if we don't want if you if you don't want to. But uh, you know, it's it's super sad, and it's something that's been increasing especially among younger people so you know i mean we've talked about some in the past but you know mental health is really tough and i've been i've definitely been there you know to that close to that level um i've come very close and so it's one of those things especially in the last couple of years with covid and everything else in my life you know it's, it's really difficult uh to keep going sometimes so you know if you're suffering Find someone to talk to and be vulnerable with them, because I mean, this it's the only way to like get through it, and because it's so easy to put put on just like this big strong face, you know. Like um, Lauren Lauren Bennett uh, was her name, and she, uh, you know, hitting three thirty, just named conference player of the week, uh, you know, everything seemed great, and then all of a sudden she's gone, and. You know find somebody to talk to if you can um you know therapy's great but you also need to find a good therapist because sometimes they're not great um and you know life can suck but the world's better with you in it uh someone's gonna miss you and uh
0: you know we only get one shot this life so you know if you can make the absolute best of it yeah i mean i Absolutely agree with that. And You never know what's going on in a person's mind. I mean, we look at Lauren Bennett. Uh, just a year ago, they're on top of the world. They were the Cinderella story uh, going into uh, the college softball World Series. It's been a little less than a year now that she's gone. I think she she was around my age. She was born in two thousand one. Uh, it it's it's really tough to see that. And uh, I've also gone through my own mental health experiences that's a whole thing went through some Uh, during the duration of our podcast i've definitely gone through uh quite a bit of uh uh, mental health uh more deals but we're here now i'm in a much better place but it it's it's really tough to see yeah for sure
1: and you know sort of on the flip side of this you know uh i mean a good good example is you know I had a really bad concussion that uh, really messed me up. And it was so bad. Like I had based, I had decided I was gonna it, end it. Cause I couldn't, I couldn't handle it anymore. Like completely destabilized my, you know, my emotions, my personality, and I was miserable. And my best friend calls me out of the blue. We never talk on the phone, right? And he's like, Hey man, I don't know why, but I felt like I needed to call you. And like, I just started crying, you know, and then like he talks me to the ER. I checked myself in. Um, So, you know, however you want to, the universe, God, however, however you want to say it, there's a lot of times where we get feelings, even though they might be a thousand miles away that we need to talk to somebody, you know? So if you have something like that, or you think somebody's hurting on the inside, you know, We all get, we always get taught, like you know, people are private and they'll talk when they want to talk. But sometimes you got to force the issue. Uh, I mean, obviously, don't be a jerk about it. But sometimes, like, hey, you okay? You know, I'm here for you. And sometimes, just hearing that little bit can make the absolute difference. I know it has for me a few times. Um, You know, so you know, we just need to be proactive. And we've all gone through hell the last couple of years, and we're all hurting. You know, and it just seems to be getting worse. And so so, it's so easy to get caught up in the muck and the mire, you know, with constant social media and present, you know, everything, you know, it just seems like the world's going to hell in a handbasket. And sometimes you just need to know somebody's there for you. So, um, you know, I mean, if if anybody needs to talk, I mean, obviously go find a professional, but I'm always here to listen, you know, DM, DM me on Twitter um i can leave a listen i can't promise you any good advice but if you just need someone to vent to you know i'm here for you it's what you know america's brightest orange does for each other is we're here for each other so um it's kind of a downer way to start the podcast but um yeah it's important it's way more important than anything else we're going to say today um so but again you know cowboys and cowgirls this world is better with you in it and so I, and I may never meet a lot of you, but you know the the world's the world's better with you in it. And I hope uh, if you're going through something, you know maybe hopefully these words can help a little bit. And you know finding a, someone to talk to is easy. It's a quick Google search. So you know be proactive for yourself, and you know if you're a friend, be proactive for the person you know that's hurting. Um, yeah. Anyway. Moving on. Um, Big news out of the Big 12. The three teams from the AAC, Houston, um, UCF, and Cincy are negotiating a buyout that will put them in the Big 12 at the start of next, in the 2023. So before the season, football season after next. And that's also when BYU is set to join. So there's a very, very good chance, unless OU and Texas are able to bolt early that there will be a 14-team uh, Big 12 going into the 2023
0: season. I mean, I I would have to assume that they'd be buying out uh, their deal as well, the OU and Texas, because I, I I don't think that both of those things will happen where I don't think we're going to see 14 teams. I don't think it's just at all possible.
1: It would be really weird to schedule that, and, uh-huh. but all fourteen teams are meeting this week. The you know, Big Twelve teams are meeting this week uh, together, um, so yeah, it's, it, it could be it could be really wild. I was, I was thinking about it. when was the last time the Big Twelve was actually twelve teams? Was that like two, 2010?
0: I th- I think so. Yeah, when it was, um, they had Nebraska, Colorado, a And M, and Missouri yeah so that would be yeah two thousand ten because that was when Texas played Nebraska for that one championship, or I guess it'd be the two thousand nine
1: yeah, yeah, uh, so
0: of all the new members, which one are you looking forward to seeing the most? I mean, I guess as far i mean, if I wanted to separate by sports, I could do that, but okay, yeah, I'll do that if if we're going football, I think it has to be Cincinnati, right uh they just made the college football playoff they're gonna add a, they're gonna a big boost to the big 12's hopes um to get a national title for the first time in who knows how long basketball i think would have to be houston um they had a really good run i think they made the elite eight elite
1: yeah well elite two eight. years ago didn't they make the final four
0: they did yeah they Kelvin did Sampson is pheno- a phenomenal coach so i I think it has to be that team. And as far as shoot baseball and softball are, well, yeah, baseball and softball are concerned, I I do not know. I would assume that UCF would be good at those sports, but again, I don't keep up with them. We'll find that out down the road. But I I think it's going to be very interesting because you now have West Virginia. You almost have an East Division of Iowa State, West Virginia, Cincinnati and UCF. Yep. It's just expanding, and it's it's really weird.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's – I mean, for me, uh, football and basketball is probably Houston, and mainly because I just – I'm waiting for – I'm excited to have Dana's insane bonkersness back in the Big 12. (laughs) That dude is nuts. Uh, And they they do have a very good basketball program. Since he – you know – Obviously, a good program, but you know they're losing a lot of people. Uh, So you know you kind of wonder if they're going to be able to reload, and it's especially with the way like these NIL deals are going. Like you know, apparently I heard a guy on ESPN Radio saying that they expect the market for five-star quarterbacks to be at minimum one million dollars a year in NIL. If you if you want a five-star, you're on. but he was saying that it was like a. I don't know which school, but it's like a three-star edge rusher was getting like a $400,000 a year NIL deal for a three-star. So it's going to be, I mean, unless Cincy's got some deep, deep pockets, which they might, you know, somebody, I I mean, I don't know a whole lot about their alumni base, but I mean, this is going to get harder and harder to recruit, especially to a non-powered school like that. So, but I've always liked Cincy. I mean, they're generally a decent basketball team. 2 um
0: I they've been down,
1: bit, yeah. been down a little bit though yeah a little bit i mean they're, they're generally good like they they have been down but they're generally good not like great you know not like a you know kansas or you know perennially parental, good but they're generally good uh man it's good i just it's gonna be tough for those athletes to travel that much especially like you, i mean you they're really gonna have to like make sure they schedule this so You can, especially if you go on a road trip that you're not like having to bounce from like West Virginia to, you know, Utah and
0: back or something. I mean, it's going to be unbelievably insane. And, you know, thankfully you have, um, oh, what is it? Um, there'll be days in between, so you're not going too far, you know, you'll be going to that place. And then I think what for like basketball wise is what, you maybe schedule Tuesday and Thursday. I don't know if they do that, but with Cincinnati and West Virginia being kind of close to each other, maybe you just schedule them in uh, back-to-back deals. Well, that's the other issue.
1: Like, UCS is just kind of out there, right? Like, it's, it's nowhere near anybody.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it is really tough. I don't know what you do there.
1: I mean, I, I would assume West Virginia is um, the closest,
0: but even, yeah. even then, I mean, that's I mean, I don't think it's any different, like, going and playing Iowa State. Like, you know? Uh, Iowa, oh, I mean. Iowa State's out there compared to everybody else.
1: Ish. I mean, it was a lot better when Nebraska was there, obviously. But, you know, it's, it's a four-plus-hour plane ride, you know. To almost, it's almost a 1,000 miles between Orlando and Morgantown. That's... which is way closer or way farther than um, like Stillwater to Ames. Oh,
0: yeah. No, it's, it's, yeah, not... it's
1: about 550 miles from Stillwater to Ames. So,
0: I mean, it's a that's a big gap. Man, oh, man. <laughs> Good luck with that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just glad I'm not a college athlete. That's all I can say. For real.
1: <laughs> uh, man, it's, I, I mean, it's something like especially with like NIL and stuff. And like it's just becoming professional sports essentially i mean yeah
0: uh,
1: i and especially in football but you know there's there's a lot of there's a lot of people making a lot of money now and it just feels like in, in you know nil transfer portal it's not it's just not connected you know like it's just it it's just kind of weird to see like the ncaa just going yeah, y'all have
0: fun and see what happens. It's <laughs> just, just exploding. Yeah, I mean, no, it's they've put themselves in a terrible position where they're just like, screw it, let's just do everything at it once. It's not a good look.
1: is not a good look at all oh man so uh softball sadly lost both games to fsu but they lost both games one to two and one of them went to extra so that's i mean to lose two games by a total of two runs the number four team number four ranked team in the country you know it's, I mean, there's no such thing as a moral victory, but you feel good about your chances, right? And especially, you know, with one of your best best players still hurt from falling down the stairs during the tornado, you know, that really takes it out of you. So, I mean, we're going to see a lot coming up. I mean, obviously, Bedlam is Thursday, and they've been picked up. So, I mean, the Thursday game is 7 p.m. on 7 p.m. on ESPN. I mean, that's going to be prime time. Uh, for for the the ladies there, and then the May sixth game is on ESPN two, and the May seventh is on ESPN U. So, lots of good ways to watch it. I mean, OU is OU, and they're number one for a reason. But I don't know if they somehow they took two out of if they are. If they somehow took two out of three. That would be
0: incredible. Honestly, I'm gonna say this. I don't like saying it. Oklahoma State needed to beat Florida State in my mind for them to for me to think that they can have any chance to play with OU or go to or win uh, the women's college world series. And I, I say this, I hope I'm wrong, but I think you needed to win at least one of those Florida state games. The fact that you didn't, it tells me that you can't compete with that top four and that you're still kind of meddling in there. If you, if they could somehow win this series against Oklahoma, if they go two and one against them, I'll change my mind. I will eat crow on this podcast as I've done a lot of times, but if they get swept, then I, that just—I'll be happy with a World Series uh, appearance. But I fully know that they will not go that far, like uh, deep into the Women's College World Series. Not that they won't get there, right?
1: Um, you know, what, hopefully, you know, everyone's healthy again for Badland. Man, I mean, I—I I mean, honestly, if they win one and keep the other two games close, I'll feel pretty good.
0: I'm, I think. I guess with OU it might be different, but because they're such a buzzsaw, I need them to be I need them to have one one win. I need them to have one win. And for them to win this series would be fantastic. A sweep would be a miracle. (laughs) I don't think miracle like begins to
1: describe (laughs) what the sweep would be, but it's also, you know, rivalries are different. They just are. And you know,
0: it's different when the lights come on in this bedroom. So who knows? I mean, we will, we will see what happens. But I, to say, I am not looking forward to it.
1: Now, yeah, who knows? OU, God, I hate that OU is good. <laughs> it just kills me. <laughs> I hate to say that I have to say good things about OU.
0: Yeah, they are way, way too good, way too good, and it's it's going to be terrible.
1: But hey, baseball man swept texas up to number three in the country they put up a 10 spot one in it yeah
0: i think they were they were down like seven nothing yeah and then they just just exploded i was like all right get the sweep against texas and you know you joined uh you joined basket uh i'm not basketball softball and sweeping them so good on them
1: yeah i mean i mean Early on in the season, because they were pretty highly ranked coming into the season. I don't remember exactly where they were, but early on in the season, they really kind of faltered. and So I was like, well, maybe they're not worth their ranking, but they've really turned it on as of late. And, you know, number three in the country, that's, that's up there. I mean, I don't know if that's the highest they've ever been ranked. It's
0: probably got to be close. I assume they've been, if we're talking about OSU, I assume they've been number one several times. Just... I would I would think so at least. I think they'd be number 1 at some point.
1: I mean, yeah, they have had some very good teams in the past. So, yeah. I mean, that's some lofty expectations and but there's probably what, like 10 games left. Yeah,
0: I believe so. 10ish yeah. games. I think that Texas Tech comes to town soon. Yeah, it looks like there's exactly 10. So they have
1: Southeast Missouri State come to town this weekend. Then a one-off against Dallas Baptist, and then Tech comes to town, and they finish the season off in, at Baylor. And Tech is really good. They're what nine or something like that.
0: Yeah, they're they're close up there for sure. I I'll check how good they are real quick. But I mean, they they they're a team that's been that has been good for a while. One of the powerhouses. Yeah, Tech is
1: is uh, number nine in the May. As of May first, rankings. Yeah, I mean they're
0: thirty-one and sixteen, twenty yeah. and three at home, eleven and seven in conference. I mean they are they're they're a good team. Yeah, I didn't realize just how good Tennessee was doing this year. Forty
1: and four. Oof. What? Gee. <laughs> yeah, Oregon State also has less. Yeah, only has nine losses, and then Oklahoma State with thirteen. But man, that's, what's
0: Arkansas at? Uh, thirty-four really and,
1: 10. Yeah, 30, 34 okay. and ten, yeah, they're thirty-four and ten. So fewer fewer losses and more wins than us, but we have them beat by one spot in the rankings.
0: Well, I, every team plays different. I mean, there's always going to be like weather delays and stuff. So right, obviously, it's and not going to be like like they're not all going to be at the exact number that they can be.
1: Right, and they also play like. Um, I know different conferences play a different amount of in conference versus out of conference games in baseball. So baseball schedules are really kind of wonky compared to each other. It's not like football schedules where you play the same amount of games almost regardless, and here you know, unless you make a championship game bowl game that kind of stuff. So, but, but they've got a lot of and Oklahoma State's got a lot of quality wins. You know, you know they took two out of three from Bandy. Um,
0: you know, obviously beating Texas. Yeah, I mean the if I actually think it'd be crazy if um I don't know how rare this is, but if OSU becomes either one of the first or probably one of the very, very few that you know they have a team make the women's college world series and make the uh men's college world series. That I would think be- it'd be super impressive.
1: Yeah, and especially with where they are right now. We're almost guaranteed to host a regional, and you know if they win that, they're probably hosting a super regional
0: too, so I mean I think would, they're both going to end up hosting super regionals if they if they both went out
1: yeah it's, it's going to be a, a rocking time and still uh, the next couple of months or so oh yeah, it's going to be absolutely nuts I always forget how late into June the baseball season goes I mean college World Series ends roughly June twenty seventh. It's just like I can't believe there's still
0: almost two full months left in college baseball season. Okay. Yeah, I mean they start all so late, so it's 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 wild, man. Yeah. So
1: Boynton hopefully got himself a score to replace all the guys that are uh, been Bolton John Michael Wright um, from High Point University. Is going to be a cowboy, uh, averaging 18.4 points per game last season.
0: Yeah, from what I've heard, out of High Point University, coached by Tubby Smith and then his hmm. son, I think, um, because they were both at High Point, I he, he should be good. What this team needed was scoring. So the fact that they finally have some, love it. And I'm like the people we lost, I'm really bummed about Rondell Walker because he he was, uh, even though he didn't score a lot of points, it was it was something that he could do a whole lot of things off of the court. Not off the court, I guess, off off ball. So that was a bummer. Um, Who's the other guy we lost?
1: Uh, Moncrief, right?
0: Moncrief. I, you know, he was supposed to be like I. I don't know. That was, that was the guy. Who was like, oh, he's supposed to be really good, and then he never panned out. So I'm not too terribly sad about that one. Boone was tough, but I don't think we were playing him a lot during the season, so that was fine, I guess. You you don't want to lose guys, but I mean, you if there's guys you have to lose, there's some that you're like, okay, whatever. So whatever. <laughs> All right, I just want some new new faces in here because the faces that were that were in here, we're not getting it done.
1: Yeah, and um, you know it's, well, it's just I mean, especially it seems like especially in basketball. Probably just because there are so few players on a team. That feels like you're gonna be rolling over and like turning over your starting five every two years. That's okay. really what
0: it feels like at this point. Yeah. I would agree. I would agree with that statement. So what what is next on the discussion list? I'm trying to go back and look at it.
1: Uh, well, the, the women are play or essentially hosting the regional at Carson Creek, uh, for golf, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so if, you're in, if you're in Stillwater, you can probably go watch some pretty good golf at a really awesome golf course.
0: I mean, Lord forbid the rain, which I know we're getting some down in uh, Oklahoma tomorrow, some more severe weather because you know what month it is oh, May. yeah, tornado month,
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's, we're it's getting. Either.
0: Yeah, we got some hail last night. I mean, it was, it started off with a bang. Especially especially when I was living in Pittsburgh, like people just did not understand
1: the severity of Oklahoma weather. I'm like, look, at least once a year, at minimum once a year, if not more times than that, the weather legit tries to murder you in Oklahoma. Yeah. (laughs) Like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, I've seen hail, 140 mile an hour winds, tornadoes, blizzards. Wildfires, (laughs) Wildfires. <laughs> it is there's never a safe time in
0: Oklahoma. <laughs> never, never, never.
1: So, uh, how
0: about uh? So, what would you think of the NFL draft and where where our boys ended up? Well, a little surprised. Only three got drafted. I again, I don't, know, I don't try to be a draft prognosticator kind of deal. The one thing that I was certain of was I, I thought we would. There would be a guy that would go in the third round, maybe yeah. day two. I knew ever I but I almost was almost certain that everybody would go day three. I really thought there'd be a third or fourth round. I'm shocked that well, the first
1: I mean the sixth round was our first pick.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Malcolm Rodriguez, I think Malcolm Rodriguez is a great fit in Detroit. I think that 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 just works. I think. So I think he'll do really good there. Uh Devin Harvard of the Cowboys. Never been a Dallas Cowboy fan. So that was a bummer. <laughs> um, Aren't you a Rangers fan? I am. We don't. Yeah, but that isn't, doesn't mean I'm a Cowboys fan. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, uh, so was it? I'm a Thund- Thunder fan, Broncos fan in Denver, Rangers fan, and a very casual Blues fan. I'm only tweeting about it because it's the playoffs right now, and I love me some playoff hockey, so I'm getting into it.
1: Okay, obviously Thunder and Rangers makes sense. Blues and
0: Broncos? How bad are they? Uh, For the Broncos, I think it was because of Tim Debo, and then Peyton Manning was there, so I was like, yeah, I'll just stay over here. And then the Blues was actually because of a podcast I was listening to. They were kind of based out of St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were Blues fans, so I was like, yeah, okay. Because yeah, ne- I'd never gotten into hockey at that point. I only... Like, I remember being really young and uh, rooting for the the Red Wings when it was, like, the Stanley Cup because I thought it was, like, oh, they named their team after chicken wings. That's sick. <laughs> so they yeah. up, like, r- like really hot wings. So, I was, like, great on you, Detroit. No, nah, it's actually, like, a car part or, part or something. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, I pull for the Thunder, but I'm not a big NBA guy in general. Um, I'll, I'll root for the Pens. Football, I really don't have an NFL team anymore, um, so I just follow the Cowboys that are in the pros now
0: and root for them. And the baseball is Houston. Well, hey. they're having a terrible year. Yeah, I'll say this, man. I really like Trey strode of the Packers. I like Colby Harvell of the Texans. I really, really like those.
1: I just, the Texans is such a dumpster fire of an organization. So. They are, which
0: means Colby harville people will get playing time, I hope.
1: <laughs> that is true, but it's still, I mean, I just, it's like, it's like a player going to Cleveland. You just feel bad for him, you know? Yeah,
0: well, I think he chose to sign it, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously you're going to sign the deal if you can, but like, as a fan of his, and, you know, just like, oh man, that sucks. Like whenever like a quarter
0: get quarterback gets drafted by Washington, you're like, oh, your poor career. Definitely. It's like, oh man, I had track It was almost the same thing with um with Malcolm. It was like, oh, you got drafted to Detroit. Dang it, man.
1: <laughs> well, I, I actually saw something interesting about that. So there's there's only been three cowboys drafted by Detroit: Barry mm-hmm. Sanders, Brandon Pettigrew, and now uh, Malcolm. So I mean. The first two guys had pretty good careers. So maybe, yeah. it's, a, maybe it's a good omen for him. Yeah. So, I, well.
0: If he, if Malcolm Rodriguez has a Barry Sanders or a Brandon Pettigrew career, great. Then they just got to steal. <laughs> yeah. And I hope that luck continues for him.
1: I mean, if he has a Pettigrew type, he, I mean, I mean, obviously Barry Sanders, is you know, one of the greatest running backs of all time. Um, but if he has a Pettigrew type career, he'll go down as one of the best six rounders ever. I mean, he won't be, you know, Tom Brady, six rounder, but he, he would definitely be, you know, uh, an interesting, you know, he, he would be a an answer to a trivia question.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, our zoom meeting is almost out of time, so we got to wrap this up real quick.
1: Oh crap. Uh, less than a minute. All right. Well, I was going to hit some other stuff, but we'll, uh, we'll, we'll wrap it up. Uh, As always, you can find me on Twitter at Jacob Ingalls. Check out cowboysrideforfree.com. And we will see y'all next time.